And here we go, the Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral Podcast. My apologies, I I have not recorded an episode for quite some time. And the only explanation is I have been so absorbed in creating new music. And it's felt amazing. I cannot begin to tell you the process the last month my life has taken or, or sort of the stories that have unfolded creatively for me. And before I get into this week's episode, I, I feel as though I could record like three or four different episodes and I may do that. But I have just been in awe of what I have been involved in the last few weeks. Just these songs keep coming out of me and I'm recording a lot of them. I've got about eight or nine songs now. And I guess the goal here is to record a record that's that's done by the end of the year. So again, you know, I don't even I don't even think I mentioned my name, but by, you know, obviously I'm Eddie Cohn. I'm the host, the creator of the show. There's I think I forgot how to record podcasts here. It's been a couple of weeks, but welcome to the show. If you dig it, if you have no idea who I am, I'm Eddie Cohn, host, creator of the Spiritual Spiral. Give the show a five star, <laughs> even though my intro is probably all over the place. Give it a five star. Share it with friends. Reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at Eddie Cohn. Head over to imeddiecohn.com and join the newsletter. And I'm just, again, I, I think I have just really embraced these few months, although the world around me looks very ugly. And I find it difficult to see the bright side. I I don't know if this is going to end anytime soon. And when I say it, I mean, the strange dystopian energy that I feel when I go outside and I look around and see people in masks, and I'm, I'm not judging them. Because I certainly wear a mask when I go to grocery stores, when I'm around a lot of people. But I, you know, I went for a bike ride. I go for these bike rides every weekend, and I have to say, it's probably one of the most joyful experiences right now. And I was even thinking about that right now. What What do you do for joy? What do you do for fun right now? Because it feels like the world doesn't want you to have any fun. And we're going to talk. We got so many things I could talk about. We're going to talk about fun. We're going to talk about control. We're going to talk about decision making. I'm going to try and touch on Chernobyl and Kanye West and my neighbor across the street. So I may break this up into a couple, into a few podcasts because there's just so many things going on in my mind and so many thoughts. I, I do feel like you need to have fun and you need to go outside. And, and if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't want to wear a mask, I, I am okay with it. I'm not going to judge you. And that's sort of my first topic here today. The world wants you to stay home and wear a mask. And from there, I'm not sure it's, it's, I guess it's up to you what you do from there. But the world wants you to stay home, live in fear, and wear a mask. There is so much happening that's underneath the surface of that that nobody wants to talk about. By the way, I was even thinking, we live in a world now where people wear masks when they walk their dog. We live in a world now 
where Kanye West may actually be the president of the United States. We live in a world where Donald Trump is the president of the United States. We live in the, I guess we should just say we live in a country where less than 1% of the population is dying from COVID-19. And yet the United States, America still feels pretty much shut down. You know, I, I go for, I went for a bike ride on Wednesday at five o'clock. There was nobody in the streets. I think we are so far away from being back to quote unquote normal. I mean, we're talking years. I was, I was thinking about choice and I've, I've had discussions and pseudo arguments with friends where, you know, people will sort of hide behind or, or will say, not even hide behind, you know, it was ultimately your choice. It was your choice to go out late or your choice to do this or go for that drive or, you know, who, or, or to have that glass of wine. And I think it's just become so complicated now. And, and bear with me here. I, I just, I wonder if we were always in control of our own choices because there's subtly so many things that get in the way of you being able to make a decision for yourself. And, you know, I talk about this a lot, these little subtle nuances that affect our decision-making. It could be from just a bad night's sleep. That, that will affect your decision-making. Alcohol will completely, obviously, impact your decision-making. A really good-looking woman will ultimately impact your decision-making. And you know what I think is the most powerful? Fear and guilt. Those are two powerful tools that really the media, that the media and the general population have instilled into our culture to keep you at home and to wear a mask. Less than 1% of the population is dying from COVID-19. The government and the, well, let's just say the media and the government are doing their damnedest to get you through fear to stay home. And they're doing it by only talking about COVID-19. And they're doing it by only talking about when somebody dies. And then the worst part is if somebody does happen to die that's in their like 40s or 50s, and I know some young actor just passed away and then people are using that example as an example to wear a mask. And if you don't, then you're a bastard or you should feel guilty. You should feel guilty. You should feel fear. You should stay home. God forbid you go outside and not wear a mask. And I think this is one of my huge issues is that nothing else matters other than this COVID-19 story. I was getting my bike fixed a few days ago and I had to wear a mask while I was sitting outside and I felt myself having a hard time breathing after about 20 minutes. I was there for an hour and I, I do have these sort of anxiety tendencies that I've been dealing with for most of my life 
which ironically, I, I haven't felt them at all during this pandemic because I do think it's being exaggerated. I do agree with Elon Musk where I do think hospitals are getting benefits for putting down COVID-19 as a cause of death. And I was thinking as I was sitting outside this bike shop, let's say I was starting to have a, let's say I was going to have a panic attack. And the only way that I was going to feel better is if I took off my mask. Would I have been allowed to take off my mask because I was experiencing a a panic attack? I don't think so. I, I think anybody who has a panic attack, anybody who has to go to the hospital for Crohn's disease or cancer treatment or rheumatoid arthritis... Nothing no, nothing matters right now other than COVID-19. And God forbid, if you do take off your mask because you are having a panic attack, you're the asshole. All the people out there right now that are drinking and driving, you know, here's an example for you. All the people out there that are drinking and driving, and, and they, they kill somebody drinking and driving. D- does that even matter right now? Because apparently I just read a statistic this morning, 30 people a day, adop- 30 people a day die in America because of drunk driving accidents. Does, does that really matter right now? I don't know if it's the government, politicians, same thing, countries. They want us all to behave like sheep. And so I start thinking about this idea of choices. Are you making any of your choices or decisions right now? Do you trust the government? And I was talking to a friend of mine. It's so interesting going. I was talking to a friend of mine today and three days ago, and they don't believe anything that's going on right now. They're both Democrats. They they think this whole thing is crazy. I mean, we live in a world right now where people are just out wearing masks everywhere they go. And Kanye West potentially is going to run for president now. I even was jokingly talking to a friend of mine a few weeks ago, like, it wouldn't surprise me if Cardi B ran for president. And, you know, I know a lot of you want to blame Donald Trump and point the finger at him. I blame our culture. I blame America. I blame the school system. I blame the idiocy of social media and television and people not reading and not educating themselves. And that's why I point the finger so much at social media and technology, because these these devices, more often than not, dumb people down. I ask myself, what are you doing to educate yourself? What are you doing right now to become more aware and smarter and more in control of your own life and your own decisions in the world Back to, I guess, my original point, what are you doing for fun? I get so upset because people just want you to stay home all day. And again, I'm not just saying that you should be a renegade. And I don't have issues with wearing masks where lots of people are. In fact, I used to wear masks on airplanes when I was traveling years ago because I didn't want to catch a cold on a vacation. So I just just think these blanket decisions that the governor and mayors are doing where you should just stay home, wear masks. I, and then they're using guilt, 
manipulation. And then they're even actually, if you think about it, you know, using money to get you to stay home. This $600 incentive check that the government is giving out to everybody. I mean, if you think about it, they're using guilt, they're using fear, and they're using money to get people to behave like they want. It's very powerful. I was even thinking, um, obviously, you know the story about Chernobyl. Um, I'm reading a book called Voices from Chernobyl. It's by Svetlana Alexevich. And, you know, I think to myself, what, why, why do we trust the government having our best interests? And I feel like this is sort of our own version of Chernobyl. And for a long time, you know, the Russian government wasn't honest with their population about what was going on. They were, in many regards, making it seem not as serious as it actually was. And they're saying that they're still feeling the impact of Chernobyl. And I look outside, and, and I now the irony is, is that I feel like our government is lying to us and saying that it's actually much worse than it really is. Because many of the other countries around the world who weren't wearing masks, they're already back to normalcy, quote-unquote. And here we are stumbling, fumbling. The media is saying there's more cases and 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 I hate how they're so they use these words like surge, hot spots. I mean, these are words that really are meant to do nothing but to create fear. And so I want to read an excerpt from this book, Chernobyl. And then I'll probably let you go for today. I've got some other um, thoughts, but, you know, I, I think there's just, I don't want to overwhelm you because there's just so many things going on in my mind. And, and I'm just, I'm shocked at sort of where we're at. And, and I don't see the end of the tunnel. I was talking to my parents the other day, and I think we're talking at least three to five years. And when I say three to five years where I'm talking go outside and I feel a sense of normalcy in the air. So yeah, I want to read this to you. I think it's pretty interesting. The first time they told us we had radiation, we thought it's a sort of sickness and whoever gets it dies right away. No, they said, it's this thing that lies on the ground and gets into the ground, but you can't see it. Animals might be able to see it and hear it, but people can't. But that's not true. I saw it. We weren't too afraid of this radiation. When we couldn't see it and we didn't know what it was, maybe we were a little afraid, but once we'd seen it, we weren't so afraid. The police and the soldiers put up these signs. Some were next to people's houses. Some were in the street. They'd write 70 Curie, 60 Curie. We'd always live off of our potatoes, and then suddenly we're not allowed to. For some people, it was real bad. For others, it was funny. They advised us to work in our gardens in masks and rubber gloves. 
And then another big scientist came to the meeting hall and told us that we needed to wash our yards. Come on, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. They ordered us to wash our sheets, our blankets, our curtains. They told us a bunch of nonsense. People got scared. They got filled up with fear. It feels a little bit like what's going on right now. I think with Chernobyl, there was fear for a multitude of reasons. The government was, first of all, lying about the severity of it. And then the government was just telling and forcing people to leave without really telling anybody why, because they really had no idea how severe this whole situation was. It sort of feels like the same thing is happening now. Uh, nobody really knows what's going on. And again, it, it still could be this strange virological disaster that sort of escaped out of some Wuhan lab in China. But I don't believe anything that's coming from China. I certainly have a hard time believing our government. And then people on social media, the, this last wrinkle is they're making you feel guilty if you question or don't wear a mask or, or go outside. And I'm hearing stories in Ohio where you have to wear a mask even inside your house. I mean, imagine the world is controlling what people do inside their house. It's, it's really crazy. And so then this ultimately goes back to my original point about decisions and the choices we make. Are you making them? And the media is playing with your decision-making every single day also because they are constantly bombarding you with fear. And then social media is bombarding you with guilt. And ironically right now, and think about this, people like Jeff Bezos, Amazon, Netflix, Facebook, those companies are becoming more powerful right now through this entire thing. Jeff Bezos is worth $170 billion right now, thanks to the coronavirus. And, and why does Jeff Bezos need $170 billion? Why does Mark Zuckerberg right now, he's worth $90 billion. Why do they need that much money? And it's not even that they're asking for it, but because they own particular companies right now that are now worth that much, that's how much money, that's how much they're worth. It's, it's just, it's, it's so interesting to me and it's so complicated and the world just wants you to stay home and wear a mask. I, I just, I think the show is just showing me how complex human nature is and how powerful money, greed, fear, and guilt are to emotionally manipulate people to do things. And I think social media, the media, fear, anxiety, fear of dying, fear of the coronavirus, fear of not having any money. What gets you to do something? And I start to think to myself, how many of our decisions are actually our own? How often are we manipulated and tricked into doing something or going somewhere or believing something? And that's why I think technology and social media have so greatly impacted the way our culture works. There's such a frenetic pace now to everything. And you have to, the stories are constantly changing. And we're bombarded with so much information 
it's forcing a situation where people have to think and act quickly. I'll even argue that maybe they're not even thinking, they're just sort of acting robotically where they feel like they have to make a decision quickly to keep up. So no wonder people are so easily transplanted into a state where they, they don't even necessarily know why they're there. I mean, and, and just to, to sort of my last point, you know, everybody's told to stay home for three months. And then all of a sudden, people are allowed to go out and protest for a week. The, the fear and the stories that the politicians and media were telling people to, uh, to stay home, well, those stories just magically went away for about a week. And, and I'm not saying that they shouldn't have gone out and protested, but it is amazing how the story just sort of shifted and changed that made people feel like they can go out and protest for a week, but now we should go and stay home. It's, it's just amazing how quickly these stories change and we all just sort of accept it. What, I guess my question is for you before I let you go, are you aware of what's going on? Are you aware of the decisions that you make? Are you actually making them? Or is somebody or something or someone or some emotional occurrence impacting your decision making? So I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave you with that for today. I'm probably going to record another episode in the next couple of days because there's just so many different things that have happened that I want to keep talking about. But I really was thinking about this concept of choice and decision. So. I've got a few guests lined up, but they're probably not going to come on later this week or next week. So as always, if you dig the show, write a review. Please write a review. That stuff really helps. Head over to iTunes, write the review. Reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter at Eddie Cohn. Visit my website, IamEddieCohn.com. I also teach yoga classes online right now. So if you're interested, hit me up for a yoga class. As always, thank you so much for listening and being a part of the Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral Podcast.